Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Estella Coughlin, and you are listening to the Nest Podcast. To give a backstory, I was born in China and grew up in North Dakota. I have a huge love for podcasting, and I decided to take my three favorite things mental health, self improvement, and adoption and create what you are now listening to. Let's get into it. Hello, thank you for joining in this episode. I really appreciate it. It really means a lot. I am so excited for you to listen to what Savannah Benz has to say, and I'm so grateful that she took her time out of her busy schedule to come and sit down with us and to give you guys this incredible interview. And so I wanted to say that we recorded her interview two different times, and so I'm going to be pulling clips from both of them and making this one episode you are listening to now. So if the audio doesn't flow as well together, that's why. But we're trying to give you the best and the most real interview as can possibly be. And so this episode will contain different clips, maybe choppier, but it's still going to be authentic and real, and it's going to be good quality content. So with that being said, please enjoy Savannah Benz. Hello, we have Savannah Benz joining us, classmate, friend, extraordinaire, wonder of the world, country music artist, Spotify, Amazon Music, and whatever streaming platform you listen to, country artist, Savannah Benz, give it up, woo, congratulations, you are a high school graduate. Yeah, you too, congrats. Well, thank you. Now, how does it feel? Um, yeah, just kind of like mixed emotions. Um, I'm definitely excited for the next chapter, but it's also sad looking back. It feels like everything went through so fast. Um, yeah, and just graduation day and everything went fast too, but it's definitely exciting, especially with summer coming up. So that's something to look forward to. Now, do you like the phrase or not phrase, but you are now an alumni do you like do you like that? If I think so. Are you the alumni? Yeah, I mean it doesn't feel like completely real yet because it's only been, you know, a couple days, but no, I like that. It feels like a good accomplishment. Oh yeah, it's only it's literally been like three days. Right. But we've been an alumni yeah. for three days. Mm-hmm. And now our past school is is an alma mater. Is that what they call it? I think it? so. Alma mater. Yes. I never had to use that, but now I can because we are alumni. Yes. Anyway, but now looking back on your whole preschool, grade school, middle school, high school, to your younger self, what would you say to her? Let's say, let's say, what would you say now to your younger self at age eight? Sure. Um, yeah, just looking back, you know, enjoy the high school years, enjoy the middle school years, elementary school years. Everything really does go by fast looking back. Um, you make a lot of memories, too. So, yeah, just enjoy those years. It might feel like the years are going slow as you're in them, um, which is okay. But, yeah, once you once you graduate, everything is just it, it changes. And it's it's sad looking back on it. But, yeah, I would just say, you know, enjoy your high school years. Do as much as you can. Get involved in school. Yeah. And just have fun. That's good advice. Do you think your younger self would have listened to your older self's advice? Possibly. I feel like for a lot of people, um, you know, when you look back on things, it's like, 
oh, I could have done this or this is different or now I know this. So I mean, like, like I said, while you're in school, while I was in school, for sure, like sometimes it felt like it was going slowly. Um, So sometimes maybe you take things for granted. But then, yeah, looking back, I don't know, I guess. No, I like how you pointed out or live high school years with no regrets. Because, yeah, I know people will look back and be like, oh, I should have done this or I should have done that. I should have joined this or should have kept up with that. Right. Which it's like when you're in it, just do it. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. But when you're in it, you don't really think about that until afterwards. Definitely. Yeah. But I mean, do you think you got the most out of your high school schooling experience? I think so. I mean, yeah, like you said, there's like definitely gonna be maybe some regrets like, oh, I should have went out for this. I should have tried this. But No, I mean, looking back, it was just, it was a lot of fun, and I had a good time, and um, yeah, like I said, lots of memories were made with a lot of people. I don't know if I would change anything. Not everybody can say that, Mm -hmm. but I mean, looking back in our, I think, do do we have, like, 10-year reunions after high school, or is it- I think so. Does it go, like, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50? Um, I don't know. I know the first one, I think, is 10 years, for sure, so. So, what, we would be, like, 28? I think so. Yeah. Well, nice. Yo, in 10 years, who knows where I'll be? I mean, but now seniors, we were seniors. We are now not seniors anymore. But did you have senioritis? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I tell a lot of people this, especially like my family. Um, I feel like I've had senioritis for so long not even just senior year I feel like it's been since like freshman year which maybe doesn't happen to most people but um no definitely though this this past senior year I feel like it hit me so hard it kind of started off like it was okay and then definitely second semester I was like oh boy like how am I gonna get through this I'm definitely feeling senioritis so no, that really surprised me when even you said freshman year. Yeah. My freshman year, I was not, I was like, oh my gosh, senior year is so far away. Right. But even now, like your senior year, I know a lot of people have senioritis. And I will say even now, it might be weird, but I haven't had like senioritis. Well, I think <laughs> that's good. I mean, yeah, like, I don't know if it's, it's like a bad thing to have senioritis, but it's definitely good if you don't have it because yeah. Yeah. I've had it, and it's not the best. <laughs> I feel like it makes, like, the days drag on longer. Yeah, but no, definitely. I, no, I am happy that I haven't had it, mm-hmm. and I I haven't had it in my whole high school career. Right. That's, like, weird to say, but no, it's I have not had it, but it definitely keeps me more motivated, mm-hmm. I, I guess. But now it's done. Now we're graduate so that really doesn't even matter yeah (laughs) but but whatever um so in like retrospect now since we're old in retrospect yes what would you say and give advice on how to prepare for graduation or just what to expect when graduating sure um definitely like try not to stress too much about like you know your graduation party, like the ceremony, just, you know, finishing all your assignments. I try not to stress like too much. Just enjoy those last days of high school because sometimes those can be even like the most, the most fun that you'll have with your friends for high school. No, yeah. Like your last days sometimes are the best, even when you are like really ready to be done and you're like, I'm done with high school. I'm done with senior year. I'm just done. But sometimes those can be like the best the best days and because it's like the end i feel like 
your class gets closer in a way before you know you probably never see him again (laughs) yeah no no definitely i definitely felt that i feel like with our class too uh we definitely got closer i feel like uh just with like different events we had at the end of the school year so it was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. but now it's like literally like 95 percent of the people right probably won't see but we still need to keep in contact we do i will hold you to it for sure but we better be keeping in touch we will for sure anywho now moving on let's get into your music so tell us about your music and your music story just give us like a brief as brief and as in-depth as you would like of kind of how you started becoming a music a music country singer yes okay so from the beginning i probably started singing I think I was like age nine. I feel like, yeah, I was singing around the house before nine years old, but I definitely like something clicked for me at nine. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I started singing after I watched Daniel Bradbury, who won The Voice. Uh, she was awesome. 16 years old. Yeah. So she inspired me to start singing. And then I've always uh, loved country music. So I grew up around the house with it. So that was always playing. So yeah, I definitely took a love to country music right away. Never changed it. Um, and then at age 12, I believe, was the first time I actually performed in public. So was your first time performing, was it scary? No, and it's crazy. Wait, really? No, like, so actually, it's funny. So when I was probably like 11, I tried out for a school audition for like a music part. It was very fun. Um, I knew right away I loved doing it. Um, it was kind of just like, yeah, with the mic and on stage, it, it just felt like I belonged there. So and then I think at age 14 was my first real pain show real pain gig it was like a little farmer's market outside and yeah I, I performed there for the very first time and had so much fun it was so great i didn't play the guitar at the time but um yeah i loved everything about that and so ever since then i've just been performing everywhere i can uh have been to nashville recorded in nashville uh sang in nashville played shows in nashville um had a band uh, kind of got that experience and then yeah, I've just been songwriting and hoping to make a career out of it. Well, that is very cool. Thank you. That is awesome. And so since nine. Yes. I think that is super cool. And that like new mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So was your first time performing? Was it scary? No. And it's crazy. Wait, really? No, like I'm singing and I, I sort of knew I could sing because like I've been singing since I was nine. I was like, okay, I have sort of a voice. I don't know if I'm good yet. I don't know if other people think I'm good yet. I was super powerful and I just felt like, okay, who cares? Like what happens? Gotcha. So I've heard people ask you, mm-hmm. oh, like she's a country singer. So why don't you participate in your school choir? Right. Yeah, so like what I, would you say to that? What right. Would you respond. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with choir. I mean, it definitely helps you find your voice, find your range, um, and just yeah, develop a stage presence. It just wasn't ever anything really that kind of gravitated towards me. I feel like it was just kind of something I'm like, okay, well, I have this kind of style of music, and they're doing a completely different style, which is totally fine. I just didn't feel like I'd have the right voice to fit in there. And, um, so yeah, I just kind of started doing things sort of on my own and then, yeah, but I mean, yeah, like I said, nothing's wrong with choir. It just wasn't ever for me. Well, cool. Yeah. Cause I know that probably comes up a lot. It does. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, you're a singer, but you're not in choir. Right. Like, come on, there's something. I know people are like, what the heck? And I'm like, <laughs> but there's, the there's also singers like country singers that used to be in choir too. So, I mean, it just kind of depends on the individual person. So no, I definitely love country music. I feel like there's just like such a heart to it. I feel like, and there's something about country music. I feel like that's just so distinct and unique and i feel like no matter where you come from there's just 
sort of like a place for you there and like i said everyone's just like such a tight-knit family and it tells a totally different story no matter what song you listen to if you want to cry if you want to laugh if you want to if you want to be happy if you want to just sing your heart out there's always a song for that so yeah i just love it i love the way you described it i like how you said distinct and there's like room for everybody For anybody that doesn't know a little backstory, she's got two singles out right now on any streaming platform, so go listen to them right now, but she's got Without You and Country Nights. Now, tell us a little bit about Without You first. What's what's it kind of about? Yeah, Without You, so a little backstory on that. Um, It was the very first song I wrote during quarantine of 2020. Um, Yeah, and it was definitely like a different songwriting process, I feel like. It took longer than most of the songs I've written just because, like I said, it was my first one, so I wasn't completely sure how the process of songwriting goes. Um, And so... I kept like going back and revising and revising because I didn't think it was good enough, you know, to be a song or to perform or to even record in Nashville. Um, and so then a little bit backstory kind of on the meaning of it. Um, so a couple years ago, I was knocked down by some people. And um, yeah, this song is kind of just about choosing to rise up and showing them that I'm going to move on and succeed without you um, and that, you know, everything's going to be okay and show them that you're stronger than they maybe think you are. That is a great message, Thank but you. I want to clear up one misconception so about the song without you without you isn't i would say targeted or based on one specific person right no it's not a heartbreak not a love song not anything like that no but it's merely i guess you could say an inspirational song yeah it's kind of like a motivational yeah it's a little bit classify that right it kind of it's like when you hear it, it sounds like a sad song which it is but it also is, I feel like, personally, it's, like, motivating for me and hopefully for other people when they listen to it that um, it's kind of, like, you can learn to forgive with it, you can cry with it, you can um, feel hope with it, or, yeah, just, like, have a song that you really connect to. So, yeah, I feel like motivation is a good word for it. But I like how you said that everybody can kind of take what they want from the song and right. how it relates to literally everybody, and you can kind of put your own story for sure yeah i know like i have like i have a different meaning to it than other people maybe think that it actually means um which is totally fine like with songwriting any song you listen to on the radio you might think it means this or it means something to you which is great but maybe it means something different to the artist who wrote it so i think that's the beauty of songwriting a song can be taken in many different ways for people and so even yeah with my song without you it's been taken different ways and i think that's great so do you think that's something that helps you connect with the listeners i think so i think like most importantly it helps them connect to the music too just because it's not just my story i'm sharing um like it is my story but it's not just mine it's also kind of like their story too they can apply the song to their own life and kind of put their own twist on it too which is very cool but that's the great thing about songwriting and music in general yes and I think it's crazy how you wrote that during quarantine. 
I know. I don't even know how I did that, honestly. I just know that a lot of my music friends that I connected with, actually during quarantine as well, I met a lot of people then, um, they started songwriting too. And so I'm like, well, I might as well try it. I don't really have anything else to do. Everyone's at home. And so, yeah, other than songwriting, I had like a few different things. Like I was trying to bake. Things weren't really working out. So I was like, okay, let's do songwriting. And so I'm not even really sure how I like got the courage or like the knowledge to do it. And I just sat down one day, had my guitar and, you know, the lyrics came first, which is usually unusual. Usually I have the melody that comes first, but the lyrics came first for Without You this time. And everything just kind of flowed naturally. It felt like I've been doing it for a while. Um, so yeah, it was, it was definitely a fun process. That's amazing how you literally had no idea, but so you just like decide to start and right. then it just like happened. I know. And then it just, yeah, it just happened. It just kept happening. Like I kept writing songs through quarantine. Quarantine was actually like a, a big time for writing songs for me just because there was so much time, you know, at home and nothing really else to do. And so I definitely fell in love with songwriting and yeah, things just started flowed and came naturally. That's awesome. Did you also write Country Nights in Quarantine? I don't even, I get screwed up on like the years. Um, I can't remember what every, every song was written in, but, um, I think Country Nights was written maybe like six months after Without You was written. So, I mean, yeah, there was still like quarantine. It wasn't like the complete shutdown though. Gotcha. So it's still like the effects of quarantine, but not like in the heart of it. Yeah. Actually, I think I, maybe I was in quarantine from school or something. I think I was like, I got, in close contact or something. So I I might have been in quarantine, but it wasn't like the total lockdown. Gotcha. Yeah. And like with school, like how did quarantine with school, with COVID affect your songwriting? Yeah, honestly, you know, as sad as like COVID is and everything. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's a hard time for everyone. It, it did help like with songwriting and everything just because, you know, there's, there's a lot of time you have on your hands. And so, um, yeah, I just, I had so much time and then, you know, you learn to appreciate the little things. And so, yeah, just songwriting definitely was a big thing with quarantine. And like I said, yeah, just, I feel like quarantine was a big time for me to explore, um, and try new things. And songwriting was one of those things. I love how you like took advantage of your quarantine and yeah. tried that out because obviously it paid off. It did, yeah. And so you didn't really know anything about songwriting. No. And so you just like tried and then uh-huh. you come out with like this incredible song. Thank you. Yo. <laughs> no, like literally for the longest time though, I was like, this song is not good enough. Like I'm just going to oh play gosh. it at like local shows. We'll see what people think. I remember I even played it on like some live streams on Instagram. And I'm like, I'm not sure what to do with this song. We'll see what happens. And then I started seeing people being like, okay, I'm actually connecting with this song. I got some videos from some of my friends and they're like, wow, like this song is good. And um, my mom, she like actually got very emotional when she heard me singing. I'm like wow it's actually like touching people it's my story but i kind of like that they could make it sort of into their story and apply it to their lives so that's the kind of the beauty of the song um and then kind of with songwriting too especially with this song you can make kind of any song you can take in your own perspective so i might have a story of mine but they might have a different view on it so that's kind of nice yeah so it's really you can tie it in with anybody's right life, yeah which i really love yep yeah and because I remember the first time <laughs> you posted on Instagram, uh-huh. I, I literally, it was that white, like, it's like CD a little, disc. yes, yes, yes. So it was that white CD disc. And I remember it was like on your story. And I was like walking outside. And then I just like held it up. I'm like, I had to stop. I'm like, oh my gosh. First of off, yeah. first song, mm-hmm. second off, original song. Like you recorded this. 
it was super clear and super good. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I I was blown away. Oh, I'm thank you. not even kidding. I like had to stop. I like listened to that so many times. I think you like sent me a voicemail even. You're like, Savannah, I just listened to your new song. And I remember it was so sweet. But yeah, thank you. No, I think I did. I was like, I don't think you picked up. But I was like, Savannah, <laughs> like this is such a good song. And it was. And it still is. Thank you. So that is incredible <laughs> thanks it's definitely yes. come a ways from i so i had a video of when i first like wrote it and first sang it the one that everyone heard and so i still have that video and i'm comparing it to like now and it it still sounds the same but it's like it's definitely grown throughout the process and definitely when you record songs it makes a whole difference it makes the song come to life so yeah with like the background music, right yep with like the good crisp audio mm-hmm. stuff like that right Well, that is awesome. Thanks. I think this is like a quote or something. I want to see, do you think this is true? Sure. That everything happens for a reason. 100%. Okay, okay. That's like a big motto in my family, I feel like. So, no, I love that quote. And I do believe everything happens for a reason. Um, Even with quarantine and everything and just different trials I've been through my life, like, you will see the good that comes out of it. There's usually like um, some good that comes down the road that maybe you didn't see while you're going through it, but definitely everything happens for a reason okay because when you were talking about quarantine songwriting you just said everything kind of fell in place yes even though you haven't done it before so that's where it kind of got me thinking yeah okay because me too would you say between the two songs which one is your favorite Definitely without you. I think out of any song I've written um, over the past two years, I think it's been um, definitely without you is my favorite song just because being my first song is extra special and especially the story behind it. Um, Out of any song I've written this one, this story definitely connects to me the most and it means the most to me. So I love without you. Yeah, even though both of them are great, but I feel like I've never had a song, but I would feel like your first song will always kind of have a special place. I think for any any artist, you know, your debut single, it's a big deal. Um, And so, yeah, even just like the celebration I had, it just, it meant a lot. And so without you, without you also like connected to a lot of people and it's, it's done really well being released. So that song, yeah, it means a lot to me. But you said celebration for like your first song and obviously like it is a huge deal. So what do you kind of do to celebrate your first single? I had a, it was called a release party. A lot of artists do that. Not even just for their debut single. They do it for a lot of their singles. Um, So yeah, I definitely wanted to do that before my single release. And so yeah, I had this planned. We went to this little coffee shop and I had a bunch of family and friends come over and even just like some of the public came. And so that was very fun. So we had it. I think it was like a day or two after. I can't remember for sure after the song released. And so yeah, the release party was very great. It definitely just helped get my song out there and helped people even connect with it more. So I'm very thankful for that day so and so now to your second song yes what was kind of the backstory yes on that one so country so my second song is called country nights it released i think it was like sometime in january i can't remember the specific date but january of 2022 and um so i remember i was sitting down at first and i was like okay well what's like a good country love song and so i had never written really a love song it was more of like oh like here's a song about my story here's a random song um and then or here's just like a heartbreak song i was like okay so we'll try a love song everyone loves love songs and so especially country ones (laughs) um and so yeah so i sat down and i started writing this song and everything just like flow naturally i feel like and it was easy to write because kind of the beat to it is just like 
it was just so easy if that makes sense and so um and it was just a very peppy upbeat song and so that always makes i feel like songwriting easier too sometimes but yeah that song really just was like randomly written and so i sat there and it really only took me maybe like like an hour to write it was pretty fast which usually doesn't happen for me um usually songwriting songwriting is different for every song it could take you know like two hours or an hour like for this song or it could take you know six months or it could take a year or it could never finish and so every song is different but this song definitely just flowed right away and something was different about it so and so that one took you did it take you a significantly less time to write oh yeah okay yeah for sure it was it was probably the fastest song i've written so far oh wow so yeah did you get it done in like one sitting or? Um, I think so. I mean, I always kind of go back sometimes and I'm like looking through the lyrics. I'm like, do I need to revise anything? And I think I maybe revised it once. and But otherwise, it was like, hey, this cuts it. So, yeah. Gotcha. That's cool. Thank you. And then so you took that one all the way to Nashville? I did. My it recorded? Yeah. Uh, that, so that was the second song, like I said, that I recorded. And I had three different options for my second song. And Country Nights was one of them. And there were two other ones. And I sent them all to my producer, just like a demo of me playing them. And um, he picked this song out first. And I sent it to um, a lot of my relatives. I'm like, which one would you pick? And they all said Country Nights. So I'm like, okay, we're going with it. <laughs> I love how you get your family's opinion. I know. You always need a little extra support, too. So, yes, yeah. Yes. And obviously... A great song. Thank you. It's a fun one. Yes. And so, did you write that one during quarantine? That one, I don't think so. I mean, it was kind of in and out of quarantine at the time, but it wasn't like the full lockdown, lockdown. So, it was was during 2021. Okay, nice. But, so then with your music, what does the songwriting process look like um like i said it's kind of different for every song it depends if it's like a happy song or a sad song if it's a personal song a random one um but yeah like i said it can take from a couple hours to a couple months to a year i have a lot of songs that also are just like half finished and i haven't even gotten back to them um but yeah so usually i start out with like i have a melody in my head And then I'll create like a strumming pattern, get the chords down on my guitar. So I start usually with the guitar. um, And then, yeah, the words just kind of fall after. I know without you, the lyrics kind of came before, which isn't common for me now. But yeah, usually the guitar first and then the lyrics kind of just come. So that's cool. Thanks. So it's just like, it's just one of those things where it just comes to you. It's yeah, you just kind of feel it, sense it, you know. Yeah, and I'll. I'll usually have, like, sort of an idea of a song title in my head or a theme, and that kind of helps, too. Um, But, yeah, you never know. Once you start writing, you might have a certain idea, and then you start writing, it's like, scratch that, start this song. So Yeah, so then you – because you have two songs out right now. One's a love song and one – Yes. What would you classify without you as? Um – I mean, a lot of people think it's about a guy, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So people are probably like, oh, that's a heartbreak song. It's not, though. It's definitely not about a guy at all. Okay, Um, good. Okay, so for everyone, she cleared (laughs) that up. It is not about a guy. Yes, it's definitely not about a guy. I mean, it's like about a certain group of people, but it's definitely not about like a relationship or anything. Not about a single guy. No. (laughs) You heard it right here. Now, future upcoming songs, singles, albums, question mark. Yes. What 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 do you have to say? Yeah, no, there's more music to come. I'm not sure. People always ask me, like, are you going to release an album soon? And Yes, that's probably me. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, A lot of people have asked me that, though. And I don't know, like, the definite answer to that one yet, just because I am so young. There's, um, there's a lot of time, you know, to make that decision. And um, recording costs money, too. So that's definitely something that plays a role in this. So... 
as of now, uh, probably not an album, um, but in a couple years or down the road, 100%, I want to release an album. But for now, I'm probably just going to stick to releasing singles or just like an EP, which is a shorter version of an album. Like, on behalf of all the fans out there, I will say, yes, we are itching for any sort of release. But also take your time, though, because, you know, you also want to put out something that is meaningful to you. Also something that you are proud of. Right. And everything. So. Like last, uh, I think the last, yeah, last time I recorded, it was the first time I recorded. So, um, yeah, that's when I recorded Without You and Country Nights. And I felt like I kind of rushed the process a little bit, which you don't really have to do that. But I feel like I needed to because people knew I was recording. People knew I was going to be releasing songs. So I wanted to push things out so people could get what they wanted right away, listen to my music. And so I definitely rushed it, which I think is good and bad at the same time. You know, I definitely think I could have taken a little bit more time. But there's just different like things that happened that um, I had to figure out with like the cover art and everything. It was just it was all new to me uploading the single to all the platforms that was brand new. And um, yeah, just figuring that out, like being an independent artist is difficult. So um, that was very difficult. But yeah, I just I tried to rush through it. So now this time I'm just going to take my time, um, just make sure I want to release the songs that, you know, 10 years down the road, I look back and be like, I'm glad I released this song. And yeah, just make sure it's exactly who I am. I love that. I really like how you said like, in 10 years, I want to be able to look back right. and be proud of, like, that I released that song. Yeah, for sure. So, do you kind of stick with that? Well, I guess you've got the two songs. Did you yeah. Did you keep that in mind when releasing? I think so. I mean, for sure, like, 100% without you. Um, I'm very glad I released. And then Country Nights was just, you know, another fun one that I was like, yeah, I think this is a great one to record. And I know a lot of, like, not even just country artists, but any really songwriter or music artist. Some people, you know, they release songs when they're around my age. And then 10 years from now, they'll look back and they're like, okay, let's take all those songs off and let's just, like, start over. So um, you never know. But for now, I think looking back, I'll be glad that, you know, I release these songs. Yes, I will definitely still be listening to those songs for the rest of my life. Thank you. That's good. Yes, yes, you're welcome. But now I want to kind of pivot. Now, previously you said in quarantine, you made a lot of kind of musician friends. Yes. Did you make them like over through the internet? Yeah, it was mostly through like social media, which was very helpful. So a lot of us did co-writes together. And then we also did music live streams were like a big thing during the 2020 uh, COVID lockdown. So I did a few of those with a couple of people and I started doing them on my own and reaching out to different people. And so that definitely helped me network and connect and just, you know, learn different things about different singers. And um, yeah, so now even like today, the same people I met like back it was only two years ago, not back then, yeah. but only two years ago. Um, I'm still friends with, and I've even met even met a couple of them. And so, um, yeah, it's just it's all about networking. So, networking is a big part of anybody's life. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's a big thing. Like, yeah, not even just in like the music industry, but anywhere you go, the more people you meet, the more people you get to know. Um, they're gonna be able to give you different advice, uh, different tips, and yeah, just like branching out and yeah, like I said, getting to know different people is definitely gonna help you succeed probably a little bit farther. Um, and yeah, I bet you've heard the the saying, but it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. Yeah. So, would you say you've learned a lot from even even these people you've met? Aren't they about around, like, your age? Yep, they're around my age. A few of them are a little bit older, but yeah. So would you say, like, you still learn 
a lot from them? I think so. You know, just seeing what they do and even just like getting to know them, you learn different things and they learn things from you. So it definitely helps. And because you guys are like the same age and you guys can like talk. Yeah, you guys can relate and talk about your music. And if they already have a song out or something, you guys can compare, relate, give ideas, advice to each other. And even though you're the same age, it's like it's still knowledge and experience Mm -hmm. that you guys can give to each other. Yeah. And so, okay, now I'm going to pivot again. Did you record both of the songs at the same time or separate times? Yeah, no, I recorded both of the songs at the same time down in Nashville last year. And so, yeah, they both were completely different songs. You know, one is very sad and kind of, well, it's also motivational and one's very upbeat and it's a country love song. So the first day it was just like getting the the background and backtrack done with the studio musicians. And then the next day was working on vocals and everything. So it was technically like a two day process, but they were both recorded at the same time. Okay, gotcha. And so was that your first time in Nashville when you were It was, yeah. Oh, wow. So instead of sightseeing, you were just like, yeah. let's get right into the music. Right. I know. I think um, recording was like the second and third day we were there. So the first day we got to tour a little bit. And then, yeah, the second and third day it was just like hardcore recording. It was a lot of fun. So was that like long hours? Yeah. I mean, the first day with like the studio musicians, that one was... Um, That one was pretty easy and it didn't take as much time because, you know, they're professionals. They know what they're doing and it's just really getting like the background done. And then the second day for vocals, that that day definitely took like, I'd say we started in the morning and maybe ended like late afternoon, almost to evening. So it definitely took a long time, but it's kind of like necessary because you go through each different part of the song and you sing it and then they figure out like different uh, mixing for it and everything. But I would say that's not actually too bad. Like for two songs it took you two days and so since you've never been to nashville before and you record your songs like how did you find the place to record find the producers and all that yeah no i had different a couple different producers reach out to me over instagram and uh, other social medias and so i was just trying to like find the right one for me um you kind of gotta be careful in nashville and so yeah i finally found like a very he's very great he's a great producer and so uh he reached out to me we connected um we made a phone call to each other and we decided i was going to record and then he actually picked the studio and everything and got it all booked and got the studio musicians and it turned out great the the studio was awesome both studios we recorded in too so okay so you said you recorded in two studios yes yeah, so one the first day with the studio musicians we recorded in franklin tennessee which is just like right outside nashville it's not far at all and it was like a it was like a big mansion it was crazy like we we pull up and it's like this big house and we walk in and the studio was like magical, literally, like when you walk in, it was amazing. So we recorded there the first day and then the second day we went to the famous music row, which was awesome. I loved uh, getting that experience. And we went to a studio that I think was possibly owned by the vocal engineer that worked with me. And so that was like the real time music row studio. That one was definitely my favorite. Music row is like where all the labels are. So record deals, oh. um, different recording studios. They're like, there's some really like uh, historic and famous studios too that like different country singers record. And so this is all in nashville this is like besides broadway music row is another main street in nashville where just a lot of people record and yeah like i said we're labels and management people work so okay so i know you started music younger i mean you're 18 right now but how was that kind of being a younger person growing up trying to become 
and trying to put out music, how was it like becoming a businesswoman and the challenges of kind of yeah, um, just because I am still young, I haven't really faced, like, too many challenges with music yet, but, I mean, that'll definitely come, I think, down the road. Like, no road is going to be completely smooth with the music industry. There's there's always going to be people that, like, uh, tell you no and stuff. There's going to be doors that close. But um, I've definitely learned a lot, even though I'm still young. Like, I feel like I do have experience um, just because of some things I went through with, like, music and stuff. And so, yeah, and then just, like, becoming, like you said, like, the businesswoman, business aspect of it. You know, you learn how to... Like I said, network before. You learn how to promote things. You know how to advertise. Uh, you, I run my own social media. So that's that's a big thing. That's a big way for me to get my music out there and um, connect with followers and fans. And so, yeah, just learning about all like the business side of music is completely different than, you know, just singing and songwriting. And But it's also very important. And I do actually enjoy like learning about that stuff too, because it's just, it's such a big part of your career and you're going to need to know it. But um, yeah. So you said... You manage the social medias. So you're doing like the marketing and management of yourself, but you're also the one being presented like you're the singer, you're the writer behind everything. Yeah. So which side do you like better? I mean, I I know like being a singer, Mm -hmm. that's kind of your main thing. But do you like being the management kind of side and marketing kind of side? Um... I mean, yeah, I like it. I wouldn't say, like, like it's, like, my favorite thing because there are, like, a lot of things you got to learn with it, especially being independent right now. But, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't mind it. It's just I definitely love... I wish it was just all, like, singing, songwriting, and everything, but, you know, that that's not the case in real life. So, um, but it's definitely just... It's definitely helpful to learn everything. So, when you keep going with music, do you think you would want to get, like, a manager I think so. I think it's definitely, like, necessary down the road. Um, You got to find the right one, though, uh, down in Nashville. And, no, they'll definitely help you, like, further your career and get you different places that maybe you could do on your own. I do know some people, though, that are famous and they don't even have a manager. They don't have a record deal. They don't have, like, any of that. And they're just solely, completely independent artists and they're making it. Like, I know there's, like, even TikTok people that became famous off of TikTok from music and they're independent artists, too. So, I mean, either way, but I would definitely love to have a manager just to help me with that, the business aspect of it. So would you say like between the management media side and the singing songwriting side, do you think you spend an equal amount of time or do you say you spend more time on one or the other side? Um, that's actually funny you said this because I actually saw one of my music friends posted this like pie chart thing on their story and it was like a joke thing and it was like the main part of the pie chart was just like the networking social media like the business aspect of it and then it was just like singing was this tiny part of the pie (laughs) chart and that is like true at times like definitely there's a lot of work that goes into the business side of it I mean right now just like I said because I'm young and I'm independent it's kind of a little bit of both for me that might change as I get older there's probably gonna be more to like the business aspect of it that I don't even know about yet but I mean you can also try to find a balance of it too I think that's healthy but there might sometimes be a little bit more business part of it Okay, so over like the course, how would you say you've improved or how you grow in your music? Yeah, no, I've definitely become like more confident. 
um, and have gotten like better stage presence on the stage. Like when I first started, I was, I wouldn't say I was like shy, but I just didn't really know how to move around the stage as much. Um, I never really, I've never been like super nervous to perform unless you maybe you sing the national anthem because it's such an important and big song. I love singing that song, but um, I've definitely grown, like I said, stage presence. Um, even just in my voice, like I have a few recordings from when I was like eight years old to like 12 years old till now. And it's like, I sound like a baby, even like a couple years ago, like it's crazy how much like your voice changes and it grows and matures and so that was another thing and yeah like and then the business aspect of it just like learning through everything um learning how to market yourself promote yourself learning the different social media platforms getting a website um just putting that all together and then yeah just a big thing is also networking too like I said and just getting down to Nashville so I've definitely grown in a lot of different ways I feel like um there's you never stop growing there's always going to be more that come but yeah I'm proud of what I've done so far you were saying how you're not really shy when you perform? Yeah, I mean, when I started off, so like the first big performance I had, um, it was actually a solo at my elementary school. And it's crazy. Um, that was the first time I ever like sang in front of like a huge crowd. And I remember walking, it was actually like in this huge auditorium here. And I walked down that stage and I had like no stage fright. I wasn't nervous at all. And even though there was a ton of people, like I felt completely confident. Um, and so I've never been like nervous to perform. It's just, like I said, sometimes like the national anthem can get you like to have the jitters or something before. <laughs> but once you start, once you start to sing the song, you know, those nerves fade away. And it's just, it's such a powerful and important song too. So I love singing that one. So yeah, it's just, I don't know if I've ever been like nervous to sing. It's just, I feel like I'm, I'm in my element when I sing. So that definitely helps. And um, like I said, I've grown in confidence and it's just the stage is kind of where I feel like I belong. And it's just like a lot of fun. That's awesome. And that's cool how your first performance was a musical, you said? Kind of. It was just like an elementary like school concert. It was, uh, the theme was the Beatles. So we did all the songs by the Beatles. And um, so I had part of the song I sang was Let It Be. Oh, great song. And the Beatles are really good, too. They are. It was a lot of fun. And so you weren't really nervous. I wasn't. It was crazy. I thought I would be nervous, but I walked out and I wasn't. Like, I I felt like, you know, like I said, like, the stage was where I belonged. And, and there, it was just, like, a lot of fun seeing the crowd and knowing, like, okay, after all these years of not performing and knowing, okay, maybe I have a voice, but I don't know if I should perform or not. And then finally getting to perform and, like, seeing people, like, say, okay, wow, you're actually, like, not bad. <laughs> and then and I was like, okay. So, and then I just kept singing through it and it was just, it, it's been good. Good, no, but, like, I would have been terrified. I would have been, like, so scared. And you were probably young in elementary school. I would yeah. have been literally so scared. But good for you and how you felt like that's where you belong. Yeah. But now the national anthem, so is that, like, the hard? I I've heard, I mean, I've never sang it, right. but, like, is that like one of the hardest ones? Yeah, I think you hear, like, a lot of singers say, like, the national anthem is very hard to sing. Um. I actually love singing it. You like singing the national anthem, but you also said it's a hard one to sing and you don't and you do get nervous. Yeah, I get a little bit nervous. Not like terrible, but just because it's such a big and important song um, and everyone knows the song. You don't want to be the one to mess the song up either. And um, so maybe I get just like a tiny bit nervous. But once I start singing, like the nerves fade away and, um, you know, I'm just doing what I love singing. So, um, yeah, that's probably the only song I feel like a lot of singers say like the national anthem is it's just it's a hard song to sing because there's so many different ranges in that song. But yeah, like I said, it's just it's very important and impactful and powerful. Do you have like a a pre-singing, pre-song routine or warm-up skills that you do? 
I should have some because I know it definitely helps with your voice and keeps it healthy. So I definitely need to learn and adapt to some like warm-ups and exercises. But right now it's just kind of like hydrating my vocal cords. Um, sometimes, yeah, like with the national anthem, I guess I do warm up a little bit. I don't really have like, you know, you see videos of like singers doing some crazy exercises. So I haven't done that yet, but maybe down the road I probably should just to, it definitely helps keep your voice like healthy, I said, and it helps you prepare for your singing and so you don't strain as much when you're singing. Now, I think we have some questions in that we can get started with. If you're ready to do some questions. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Let's see. The first one says, who is your biggest inspiration? Yeah. uh, My biggest inspiration, actually the person that kind of was the main one to inspire me to start singing. I have multiple people, but um, the main person was, her name is Daniel Bradbury. She's a country singer. When she was 16 years old, she won The Voice. And I watched her throughout her whole journey on The Voice. And yeah, she was the main one that inspired me to start singing. And then I've also had like different country artists like Alan Jackson, Johnny Cash, Miranda Lambert, and the list goes on. And I've also had like just people like in my own life, like my aunt, um, when I was growing up, she sings too. And so that was another person that inspired me. So it's not just music people, but there's still music people in there too. I love it. Definitely. And so the next question, what is an obstacle you didn't think you could overcome, but did? So um, I have a medical condition. And when I was in eighth grade, um, I was diagnosed by Mayo Clinic. And um, so at the time, like I said previously, I was into a lot of sports. I wasn't really a music person way back then. And so, um, yeah, when I got diagnosed with this, there were different things that I couldn't do. I couldn't really do sports as much. And so I turned to music. And so honestly, looking back like four years ago with my condition, I would have never thought like I'd be here releasing music, performing on stage and everything. And so, yeah, I've definitely grown through it. I've definitely learned things through it. And I feel like I have overcome as as much as I could through it. So. No, yeah, that's awesome. It's tough, but you've been doing a really good job. Thanks. Yes, you're welcome. And so the third question says, most embarrassing moment on stage yeah <laughs> um i don't have too many yet but um i know i've heard a few singers like i saw this this one girl i follow um she posted a tiktok like last year and um it was her embarrassing moment on stage was she it was like her first song opening for a big country artist and she dropped the mic on stage and it screeched oh my and God. she didn't know what to do she's like do i pick it up like what do i do um so that actually hasn't happened to me yet. i have not oh, dropped a mic or anything uh, i'm sure I mean, that'll happen yeah no i'm sure it'll happen down the road or something um but I mean, embarrassing maybe. So I've never been stung by a bee until like, I think it was two or three years ago, right before a performance outside. I was singing at a little farmer's market and right before I went on stage, um, this bee came, landed on my thumb, (laughs) stung me. And yeah, my (laughs) thumb started to swell up. Um, It was actually really painful. I did not know a bee sting hurt that bad. And so the whole time I'm like, hey, great. Like, how am I going to sing? How am I going to hold the mic? I didn't play the guitar at the time, so that definitely helped. Like, if I would have played the guitar, I probably wouldn't have been able to do anything. You need your thumb for literally everything, so. Yeah, no, definitely. convenient place in general. Definitely. So, So, I mean, I was embarrassed. I don't know if people knew I was stung by a bee. I was was self-conscious, like, the whole time. Like, oh, my gosh. Are people like, what the heck? Like, what is she doing? But I say that was kind of like the the main embarrassing moment i mean i don't know i guess there's been like other times where i've broken a strain of performance that's not like too embarrassing though but i'm sure there's there's gonna be things that happen down the road gotcha i mean but yeah right now that's 
That's not too bad. I would take yeah. that as a win. Oh, yeah. Even though getting stung by a bee is... Not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. Okay. Next question. What is it like balancing school and a singing career? Yeah. Um, it's been challenging. Um, now that I've graduated, we'll see what oh, happens, yeah. you know, with college and everything. But, um, you know, just with like middle school and high school doing music together, they're both very important to me, education and music. And so I try to do my best in both of them. And um, I know like my parents and I've heard other people say, you know, like your academics should come before, you know, your hobbies and stuff. So I try to stay true to that as much as I could. But there'd be a few times I've come home and I'm like, hey, I'm going to do music first before I study for this test or something. Come on, no yeah. slip ups. Savannah. Yeah, don't no, tell my I'm teachers. Joking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you, well, now I'm well, we're graduating. Yeah. yeah, but um, not your future teacher, right? No, <laughs> no it's it it was challenging. I mean, it's just yeah, finding that balance like we talked about before is definitely definitely helpful. I mean, it can be stressful at times because there's a lot going on with music and in school. So yeah, gotcha. Okay, next question: If you weren't planning on being a singer, what other job do you see yourself doing? Um, I mean, I feel like if I wasn't a singer, I'd still find something music related. Like, I always want to somehow be doing music. But like, if we were living in a different world, or if I hope this wouldn't happen, but if like something were to happen to like my voice or my throat or something, I couldn't sing anymore or something. Uh, my first pick would probably be either be a psychologist or cardiologist. Um, I've always just loved what psychologists do, or even just like working with the heart. You know, it's what keeps you alive, what keeps you breathing. So I feel like that'd be very interesting. But um, so yeah, those would be like in a different world if I couldn't sing or anything but if if I had to choose a different job I'd still find something music related gotcha no yeah I mean you know what you love and so you stick with that do what you love love what you do I know anyway that's pretty much it but I just wanted to say thank you Savannah for taking the time out of your day to come and do this and to come and sit down and to share all of your knowledge and all of your experiences and your words of wisdom. Thank you for it having means me. A lot. Yes. Yeah. Anytime. You're welcome. Anytime. Appreciate it. Yes, you're welcome. You guys go follow the podcast. Go follow her on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, if I'm right. Yes, but right? I don't know really how to use Twitter. But I don't either. You. Thank you. But yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, now you're promoting me. This is when I got to promote you. Everyone, go follow Savannah. At Savannah Ben's music on Instagram. Go follow her right now. Like, don't even finish this. Go follow her right now. You got TikTok. Is that Savannah Ben's yes, music? Everything. Everything at Savannah Ben's music. Go follow, like, subscribe, all the things. Turn on the notifications, whatever. Do the emailing list. She's got a pretty sweet website. So literally go do it right now. Okay, good. Now that you've done it. And with that being said, until next time.